This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to NL Hafta. Angrez apna lagan aur News Laundry apna hafta kabhi nahi chhodte. Welcome to another episode of Hafta. We are recording this on the 9th of March, Thursday at 2 in the afternoon. Things may change by the time this podcast ends because as we are speaking, Ki Kavita is holding a press conference mm-hmm. on a day where she is supposed to be interrogated by the ED or is it the CBI? I forget these days. But let me introduce the panel to you. In the studio, joining me, we have full house today, is Manisha back from her leave. Hello. Refreshed and rejuvenated. Yes. Raman Kripal. Hi. Back from Noida, not refreshed <laughs> and not rejuvenated. <laughs> Noida is my house. <laughs> Anand Vardhan. Hi, Anand. Hello. Hello. Who is studying? But I'm today. refreshed uh, from one angle that ashram uh, flyover has started. Oh, that is celebrated. So I'm able to reach office in 40 minutes. For a change. Earlier it used to take me one hour. Give it time. Minutes. They'll start some other construction. <laughs> Anand, who's training to be a lawyer, so soon he shall be appearing for us. And joining us on the phone line uh, is our very own team member Jayshree from Chennai. Hi, Jayshree. Hi. Hello. And our guest today is from Kannur, Lina Geeta Ragunath. Hi, Lina. Hi. Hi, Abhinandan. Uh, many of you are already familiar with Lina. In case not, she is a three-time national award-winning journalist and is currently the audience development editor at the Caravan magazine. Ooh. And uh, you have heard uh, her to share several times. Hmm. So, on that note, uh, we will get into the headlines, but not before we remind you that there is another Baithak happening. Baithak is the question-answer session where we are accountable to our subscribers. Uh, this is for Game Changer subscribers only. We had one for all the subscribers week before last. Those of you who joined, thank you for joining. I hope we answered your questions. The Baithak is scheduled for Wednesday, the 15th of March at 7.30 in the evening. I repeat... Wednesday, March 15, 7.30 in the evening. If you are a Game Changer subscriber, this event is exclusively reserved for you. And if you haven't got the Zoom call link, because you can join us on Zoom and interact with us face-to-face, you can email us on subscription at newslaundry.com. I repeat, subscription at newslaundry.com. And please, in the subject line, write Bethak. And we have a new NL Sena project up, which is filling up slower than our usual projects. So I would urge you to just speed it up a little bit. It explores the illegal migration routes taken by people to emigrate to the US. Do contribute and power our journalism so that we don't need to take any ads from anybody. On that note, Jayashree will give us the headlines, after which we shall get into the discussion with Lena. Yes, so the headlines of the week. In Delhi, AAP, MLAs, Atishi and Saurabh Bhardwaj will be sworn in as ministers in the government today. Then Tamil Nadu earlier this week, several rumors circulated on social media about attacks on daily wage workers from Bihar and other north, northern states. The state police booked BJP leader Prashant Umrao, Dainik Bhaskar and OP India for spreading false news. Soon after this, 13 members of the Tamarnad BJP's IT wing quit the party. Oh, really? Uh, okay, I didn't know that. That's news hmm. to me. Hmm. Yes, There's yes. a YouTuber also, no, who was booked for spreading fake news. Manish Yadav. Hmm. Manish Kashyap. That, uh, Bihar. That guy was also, he was arrested in uh, Bihar. No, no, Jamshedpur, I think, somewhere. Bihar, right? Yeah. Oh. So, no, these guys yeah, quit, the, they quit hmm. the party saying, like, what? Why? No, no. So, uh, the head of the IT cell 
quit because he is very angry with Anamale. I can tell you in detail later. Okay. And then another guy also quits because okay. he's angry with Anamale. They claim he spies on Anamale is the head of the BJP in Tamil Nadu. I see. They claim that he conducts surveillance on party workers. He's very autocratic. He doesn't oh, have best interests. I see. So many, many, hmm. many, many gossipy things are happening in Tamil Nadu. Which I like. <laughs> then in Kerala, the police on Sunday conducted a search at the office of AsiaNet in connection with allegations of telecasting fake news about a sexual assault case. The Kerala High Court yesterday directed the police to provide protection at the offices of AsiaNet in case protests against it become violent. Hmm. Hmm. The ED yesterday summoned BRS leader K. Kavita for questioning in the Delhi excise policy case. Uh, her father is Telangana Chief Minister K. Chandrasekhar Rao. She's holding a press conference as we record this, I think, on how the central government is misusing its agencies to target the opposition. Yes. And how Modi is full L- of lies. Lies about everything. Hmm. On Monday also, the CBI arrived at former Bihar Chief Minister Ravdi Devi's house to question her in connection with its probe into a corruption case. The CBI had also questioned her husband and former Bihar Chief Minister Lalu Prasad Yadav in the same case. Meanwhile, in Karnataka, BJP MLA Madal Virupakshapa got anticipatory bail in a corruption case. This is after I think he went missing for six days. Once he got bail, his supporters gave him a rousing welcome on the streets. Man, so the person found with cash in his house gets bail before he... <laughs> but where those with no evidence are inside for months together. Hmm. In Uttar Pradesh, authorities have initiated a process to cancel the drug license of the pharmaceutical firm whose product was linked to the deaths of children in Uzbekistan last year. But wasn't the last communication on this by a government that there's nothing wrong with these drugs? That's what uh, Prashant Reddy and Dinesh had told us, right? Or was that the Gambia case? No, Gambia. That was the Gambia case, right, okay. An affiliate of the RSS has launched a campaign to, and I quote, impart cultural values to babies in the womb. Yeah. Garb Sanskar. I, uh, Didn't we do a story on this a few years ago? One um, designer baby camp yeah. that the RSS held. Hey? Where you can... In, yeah, News Laundry had done the story. Um, RSS held a designer baby camp in Calcutta. Oh, um, yeah. I remember. I remember, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> designer baby camp. <laughs> Vice President and Rajya Sabha Chairperson Jagdeep Dhankar on Tuesday appointed eight members of his personal staff to 20 committees that come under the ambit of the upper house. Mr. Dhankar is going to go further than Nanda Thana? Nanda who had signed the midnight order of Mrs. Gandhi? What was his name? That president? Anand? Who was the who, who signed Mrs. Gandhi's emergency order at night? What was his name? Gulzari Lal Nanda? Gulzari Lal Nanda. No, no. Yeah. We've all blanked out. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> Zelsing, right? Who, sorry? No, Zelsing to Kemli. Yeah, yeah. Zelsing to Kemli. No, Dhankar is not Just only doing this. Huh. He has really upset the, you know, there is a parliament, uh, like like you have IAS, IPS. Hmm. So there is a cadre exclusively for parliament. Right. Now, uh, so he has really upset the entire balance over there. He has brought in people from IAS, IPS. You know, uh, they are the ones who are heading most of the, the, whether it's a media committee or anything. Hmm. So they are the ones who are heading. So the the parliament cadre is pretty upset uh, with Dhanga. I see. Hmm. Next, um, IIT Bombay said a Dalit student suicide was not due to caste discrimination. Discrimination, a panel that investigated it, hinted at deteriorating academic performance instead. Hmm. I see. We uh, Basant has done a story, video story. 
he went to Gujarat and he has spoken to the family. I see. So and you can see that on newsline.com. The story uh, will be up by the time this podcast. No, is I up. think it is up already. Uh-huh. Okay. Sri Lankan Foreign Minister on Sunday said the power plant project given to the Adani Group in Sri Lanka is like a government to government kind of deal. He'll soon go back on this. Give it a few days. Hmm. <sighs> Actor and director Satish Kaushik died on Wednesday at the age of 66. Hmm. And before the start of the India-Australia cricket match in Ahmedabad, Modi and Australian Prime Minister Anthony Albanese took a lap of honour around the Narendra Modi Stadium. They were seated in a chariot that said friendship through cricket. And that's the headlines. In other news, I think it was David Boone who was very upset that the Australian team has lost its edge in the... It's just the conduct in our time, you know. They'd always mm. kind of provoke the other teams. Now this. They're too friendly. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> so that was David. Lost their aggression. In fact, I think David Boone was famous at that time. The border, Boone, Marsh, uh, for finishing some 38 cans of beer in the flight from Australia to, oh. to Delhi. I mean, there, there was something. And of course, we didn't have social media back then, but there were complaints that the Australian team uh, really misbehaved on the flight uh, with the <laughs> flight staff, etc. Yeah. But there were no cameras to record it. So they could not get cancelled. And Speaking of which, there's another P-Gate story that's come out of some... What story. is it? Indians want to pee on it. flights, man. I know, it's suddenly... I, I, I think there's a huge market for diapers on flights for men, yeah. <laughs> so, this one's a student, I think. No, drunk yeah, again. Yeah, drunk yeah. student. So, I think it should be, here's your whiskey and here's your diaper. Put this on before you take your sip. <laughs> uh, so, f- let's start with uh, the story from Kerala first, because uh, Lena's with us for a short time. Uh, just to give our audience a background which they already may be aware of uh, that uh, Asianet which is uh, owned by well at least partly owned by BJP MP Rajiv Chandrasekhar they did a story which was apparently about a child who was uh, uh, abused they used a reenactment in that and they did not say it as a reenactment at the time uh, that's the accusation uh, they were raided, uh, and Lena will tell us the reasons about the raid, why, how. And that led but, to an outrage uh, by, you know, the journalistic community that this is misuse of state power, which, well, much of the media in the country is used to. But I guess uh, in Kerala it may be new, I, I don't know, Lena will tell us. And that has led to a backlash, and in fact, on this, again, expectedly, uh, there's a lot of commentary along uh, partisan lines people who are closely associated with the communist uh, you know ideology in Kerala say that these guys uh, did run some sort of a shit show however this is not the way to deal with it uh, on the other hand the right uh, the BJP says this is just bullying tactics so what is the accusation what are the charges and how has the local media reacted Lena? all kinds of malpractices here at play um, and uh, so this ninth standard student also has certain uh, so at the point at that time I left uh, the uh, everybody who knows the Kerala scene knows that Asianet and the government is in a uh, is in a sort of tussle there is a case against uh, it's uh, one of its leading news anchor we know um, uh, saying something against the CPM uh, uh, party person and that being that was really targeting him that attack on him which he said in a prime time he asked whether you know uh, there was a um, should i give a, a longer history of what happened there with we know is that 
he was he said something where uh, people were beaten up on the roads during a protest and the minister said this protest was early announced so people getting beaten up on road was okay because of that so he said would it be okay if it was minister and his family inside the car getting beaten up hmm. and the minister said that this was uh, you know calling for violence against him so which wasn't the case that it was an overreach again the police filing a case and investigating this prime time anchor of asianet so this follows after it you know so there is a long ongoing tussle with the government and asianet going on because one because you know uh, of the kind of coverage uh, that cpm's uh, uh, news receive on asianet where how how they went after cases where they didn't have really uh, furthered the investigation of proofs and how they stay silent uh, with the misgivings of the central government no kind of central government uh, negative news gets aired on asianet anymore so that's a big issue you know that they have to answer for um, in fact caravan did a story uh, where they had quoted an employee of asianet right who said uh, that hmm. uh, give the prime minister a chance there should be no criticism you can criticize the bjp but don't criticize mr modi yeah right that was a caravan yeah that uh, was a, a profile of rajiv chandra story that we did yes yes I see. So, yes. so now, so basically, these when the police raided, they are raiding in what case that these guys have what because it's a poxo case that they have shown an unreasonable. What is the allegation that the police is going with? So basically, I don't know. Maybe Anand, as as a, a student of law, can tell us. I mean, trying to bring down the government is not an offence under the IPC. So when they say that they are running fake news. or is yeah. it poxo or is it what is the allegation actually the what is yeah, so, what are the police saying that this, it is so every every uh, new uh, you know the media's function is to be uh, take an anti government position to expose them so that means every new story that we do is to bring down the image of the government so that can't <laughs> be you know ever yeah. a, a case that can be charged against but forgery uh, i don't know uh, i see so basically i think it's saying that they are misleading them by showing yeah. an enactment which hmm. is actually they aren't saying it's an enactment they are making it seem like it's a real person talking but for this there is a different act to yeah. you know impose i mean right. not you can't impose poxo man because poxo the only thing is that you cannot disclose the identity ha right. right. yes. law is very strong on yes. that yes. so you can't even uh, talk about who the parents are or where the school may be you can't give out any details at all which may but still we don't know victim. how the poxo act you know yeah. can be uh, can uh, i mean uh, we can uh, invoke mm. poxo in media case. cases we don't we're not sure yeah, i think for for the first episode where they are saying that this is the student herself narrating her story maybe poxo applies as in there is certain kind of protection given for you know interviewing a minor even yeah. in court room you are not allowed to you know while making them recount the trauma at, at least they didn't ask her what kind of details into the sexual abuse was not gone into but to ask the girl to recount the trauma i think was a bit too much of an uh, i see right and was asianet the only channel to do that or many other channels in kerala interviewed this girl Uh, first, i don't think time. anybody else interviewed okay. this girl though they all ran a story uh, so i i haven't seen any other reports where they, the girl herself has been interviewed but the news story had been printed in newspapers uh, at that point and they also uh, and no journalist followed up on the news story because they knew that the news story itself was a bit problematic as the girl was a victim of sexual abuse from her father and there is a case standing against and that is the same father who has brought her before the 
uh, you know news reporters so but was it was uh, it? but but also lena so but i mean correct me if i'm wrong but so like the august interview which aired in november so they used the audio track Yeah. but also they rearranged it a bit right because they rearranged it, it indicated that the girl in the original was talking about weed but i think in the second one they sort of rearranged it to indicate that she was actually talking about mdma and then they also tried to hint that she was when she didn't actually say it but they made her made it seem as though she was saying that 10 other girls had also been sexually abused Yeah, but, I from the interview, I think the girl was more meaning to say that ten other girls were involved in uh, were given drugs, but yeah. sort of arranged in a way that you know ten other girls were sexually abused. My God, also, so they're yeah. embellishing this, the. And this is basically yeah. sensationalism for TRPs, right? Exactly. It, there's yeah. no yeah. politics to this case. In the first episode, it was just weed, and then it became something. Uh, el- the allegation became something like an MDM was used in this. Also, case. how did it come up in the? I mean, it, it, the whole thing came out because I think they asked a question in the legislative assembly, right? Like about the doctoring of this Asia Net video. Yes, how, yes. How yes. how did it come up at all? Like in March, the main news reportage on it happened when Hindustan, which is um, this was also a news minute. I done a good story on this yesterday. Hindustan newspaper, I think on March second, said there were murderous attacks on Hindi speaking workers in Tamil Nadu. So then, then Kaskar followed this up by speaking to one guy in Tamil Nadu. who said yes 15 people have been murdered so then it was called ran it and this is when it really like sort of got wings and then op india which i'd like to point out is not a news organization it is like a blog op india then took it a step further and said these are taliban style attacks fingers are being pulled out no, i mean yeah, also i think op india is a blog i think op india's a uh, a uh, hate platform which just puts yeah. out you know uh, hate uh, content and they don't have like everything is op india staff there's no reporters so yeah they have nothing to do with news and yeah, this so that's uh, how it really like khaskar report that you're talking about it cites one source who is a migrant yeah. labor himself or who's this source who's saying 15 people have been murdered he was a bihari he was a bihari worker in okay. tamil nadu but there was no verification process that took place at all and he said 15 were killed and so bopi so then khaskar very dutifully said yes 15 have been murdered hmm. and they put it out and then like it really took off right because then uh like the bihar chief minister is literally tweeting saying what is happening please ensure safety and when you see tweets like that you're really sort of inducing panic so the most horrifying thing is not even just that it is fake news it is how fake news impacted migrant workers in tamil nadu like when in any case your lies your untruths are out there for everybody to see and yet you double down and the executives are saying let's feed our audience lies otherwise they'll start watching someone else yeah. who who is going to you know watch their lies are we in the zone where it doesn't even matter what journalists do then who is actually determining how people think what i'm saying is that if there is now metrics and there's evidence to show that if you don't show the people what they want even if it's untrue they're going to watch someone else then where are they getting the information from then it's down to the leaders right it basically is what the leader says is what the janta will do in which case isn't the responsibility for everything that is being believed or not believed moving upstream to leaders and they should take responsibility for every fuck up that happens i mean would that not be the logical conclusion of this this trend that we are seeing i just want to see you know we have three cases one in tamil nadu one in kerala one in the us where people i mean i don't think that people like op india uh think that biharis are being killed there 
but anything yeah to show anger division that that is a non bjp rule state this what they doing uh, and the anti hindi sentiment you know yeah. is so mm. and uh, one thing uh, very interesting with fox was also that uh, their panelists the anchors are bitching about the panelists saying that mm. you know who are saying you Bad know they're, they're entertaining the conspiracy theories but privately they're like oh my god this is crazy what and i'm pretty i'd love to see what indian anchors do with their prime time panelists yeah. sure we'll get similar transcripts <laughs> But, but uh, if i could come in there uh, you know op india we know is a fake news hate news uh, platform so that that does its job like it does always but here uh, you know when it comes to asian and this was a media house with some kind of a legacy and has seen has even now has some does some great reports news reports and all that i think the minimum that they could do uh, uh, asian it as an organization should have done is that they could have come out and said okay we we didn't you know this didn't stand up to our standards this news report and we are sorry about what happened but this is excessive police action against us you know that that should have been the ground that they have taken but they have come back and said said like you know we are we'll still continue nerode nirbhay amazments with honesty without fear we'll still continue to report as if this is some big targeting happening against them well they have they have faulty to some levels and they should have they should have apologized to the public you know they that much the public is owed uh, and when they don't do that that is that is a very problematic thing for uh, visual journalism and this is this is also because visual media don't give its reporters you know the kind of guidelines that they should be following there is no training or coaching in local reporters among local reporters how this should be handled that is a very sad scene right um yotik since you're from bihar what who gains by such Tamil versus Bihar propaganda being pushed out. Is it even a political issue that can benefit anyone over there? Uh, two, three aspects to it. First is uh, the nature of fake news here, and it's uh, debunking. So uh, one important aspect was that uh, the state agencies were not uh, in the loop when the fake news was spread. so it, uh, it, even with vested interest is very important that a, in that a news reporting has to take account of what the state version is because mm, even if it carries some vested interest the state functionaries have larger resources for information gathering the district magistrate the superintendent of police can gather a piece of information mm, very very quickly and uh, its debunking was uh, basically a process of consulting the state agencies so uh, uh, the state version of an e- event is very important i i repeatedly say that e- even if you find uh, uh, later that it's false or half truth but that's a later stage mm. second is uh, i think uh, the response of the um, migrant workers and the state government that has to be broken down into uh, some stages first that uh, uh, fake news was the later development why was the believability of it because there is uh, also a mm, feeling that there has been desensitization of bihari migrant worker to verbal violence mm. Mm. like uh, 
You're right. um, I don't know about specific lines drawn between your entire sort of mass of Hindi speaking states to differentiate sort of one from the other. But I would agree with Anand that there is a tremendous around, amount of like classism and all that sort of play when it comes to migrant workers, especially from Bihar and Tamil Nadu. I mean, considering the entire the economy of Tamil Nadu is built on the backs and bones of these sort of migrant workers. I think the issue with the government in this case is that its messaging was not, could have been better. It needed to be clearer, more standardized in Hindi with better outreach, even though multiple wings of the government did its best, as did the chief minister in this case. They did set up helpline numbers, but do they have full-time numbers manned by people who speak specific languages otherwise is something that's critical. Also, there have been cases of even of DMK members and leaders saying things about Bihari workers. I think it was K. Ponmudi who... Um, I think he's the education, higher education minister. He said sometime last year about how um, Bihari migrants, or maybe he said Hindi migrants, are fit to sell pani puri. So, you know, this sort of... Hmm. Looking down and... Yeah, yeah, there's no I one think any the most aggressive and, form I mean, of it we saw in Maharashtra when there were actual yeah. physical yeah. attacks yeah. under Shiv Sena. But, but that was like, that yeah. was number two after yeah. Shiv Sena ran out of uh, Tamilians. Tamil. That was the first, na? Lungi ki pungi yeah. bajao. Uh, but the pejorative, yeah, so. the bhaiye, the, you know, that kind of thing is just, it's everywhere, I think. I think one interesting aspect in this uh, uh, case in Tamil Nadu uh, is also this YouTuber Manish uh, who has this channel called Sachtak News, which has 6.36 million subscribers. Mm. One of his videos actually went viral in the beginning where he's uh, scripted it, basically. He's just scripted an interview with a migrant who's lying about being, you know. So there was uh, no such interview? No, I mean, no, it's just, I, I don't know what he's done. It's basically dramatization. Okay. It's got like 1 million views. There's an FIR against him now and there were some warnings also given to him. But... It's fascinating because there is this parallel, while we talk about the media, there's a parallel universe on YouTube, which is basically these individual creators yeah. who mimic Monetize. journalism. Sure. And they are viral and people watch it just believing that these are real journalists, they're doing real jobs. And these guys are agnostic in terms of politics. Ideology. It's mm. just hits. So doing something like this, talking something about Something trending, they just go with that. And it's no, Tamil Nadu rumors. And, and Tamil Nadu this Manish also had a disclaimer on his this video saying uh, this is inspired by famous news. Don't take it seriously. How strange. So you show the whole thing. And then, like you saw this a lot during Sushant Singh's case also. Uh-huh. A lot of these YouTubers would just come up with theories kisne aise mara, aise mara, aur kutte ke patte se usko whatever. And then end mein, this is fiction. Ah, and Tamil Nadu rumors <laughs> were mostly fueled, uh, you know, over the social media, hmm. not by the real. Li- as uh, yeah. Jayashree yeah. is saying that the Tamil Nadu the media was pretty good in reporting about it. You know, I imagine fake, like you know. six million subscribers. But, but, ha, but social media is the thing, and we are doing a story on that. Right. All of you listening in, the Chota Hafta, do subscribe so you can listen to the entire Hafta. We will see you again next week with the Hafta. Till then, subscribe, pay to keep news free because when the public pays, the public is served and advertisers pay. Advertisers are served. Thank you. Goodbye. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And subscribe to our YouTube channel.